Uh-huh. Always so, always so soothing too. It, it's always it a nice is. voice. It's jarring, you know. It's never like ah, it started. The show started. Right. I wish That's it the rest like of the podcast. Had. That's the rest of the podcast. <laughs> it's true. I had a Dr. Pepper. Uh, ah. Ah. Hey, well, yeah. you know, Dr. Peppers do different things to different people. I can't, I can't control what a Dr. Pepper does. Okay. You control the amount of Dr. Pepper you intake, though. No way. You have to finish the whole Dr. Pepper if you get it. So if you get you Dr. Pepper, Dr. you get to finish the whole Do you get a can of Dr. Pepper or do you get like those, Two those 16 ounce ones or do you get those like gigantic ones that are like look like a liter? No, no, I don't get those. I just get the 20 ounces for the most part. I, okay. Most of the time, well, I'll take that back. Now, most of the time, I do get a can. Occasionally, I'll get the 20 ounce, but either way, you have to finish a delicious bottle of Dr. Pepper. It's, as a Texan, you have to do that. If, if I was able to drink sodas, I would do the same. That yeah. and Big Red. Or, 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 mm. same thing. If it's, if it's a, uh, if you get a Mexican Coke, oh, those are so good. That's Why good. are those so much better? Uh, the sugar cane. Yeah. Is that what it is? Yeah. And I think the glass bottle. Delicious. I think the glass bottle also plays into it. Everything tastes better in the glass bottle. It really does, though. I was telling so, Penny that the other day. I said Gatorade back in the day when it came in a glass bottle tasted better. Yes. Do you remember the glass bottle vending machines? Mm-hmm. Yep. Those were the bomb, too. They pulled and the little door opened. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you had like the the uh, Welch's grape soda, and then you had the Minute Maid soda. Uh, you had like Seven Up and Dr Pepper in there. This is just like oh. last week, you're going to Sosa Welcome is a boomer. To boomer Sports yeah. Talk. Oh, <laughs> it's not Boomer. It's not Boomer. None of these people did. They probably didn't even know that Gatorade came in a glass jar at one point. That that might be true. That might be true. And maybe some people have never seen a glass bottle vending machine either. But that doesn't mean it's Boomer. Uh, okay, it, it's like Sosa drinking uh, a Dr Pepper out of a, a bottle, and he's watching uh, people play basketball just doing layups, no threes. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, come on! It's like that's the good old days. Uh, the good old days. The, the, uh, the final score, fifty-two to fifty-five. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know what? It was probably a well-played game too. It probably was. Okay, it was probably a clean-cut game. You know, no jar, no jarring, no trash talking, none of that. Just like good old stuff. Well, and then, you know, and then they dumb. shake hands. That's it. You know, that's dumb. What do you mean that's dumb? No trash talking at all? At all? Yes, yeah, the clean game. Yeah, Respectful, clean game. That's dumb. You can't play a sport in that trash talk. You gotta have some trash talk. Oh, come on. What level? Come how? What kind, of, what kind of trash talking? We, like what level are we going to? Just, like mama just, talking or what are we talking well, about? Just, sure, some it, your mama talking, some man, you're a bunch of nice guys. They just need to know you're there. You know what I mean? <laughs> they need okay. to not forget you. Okay, okay. Let me ask you this. Okay, is, is there is it how do I say this? Are we talking like pre-game trash talking? Like before the game and warm-up no, and during looking at this is during during game. Okay, okay. All right. Well, unless there's some sort of beef. If there's some beef, then yeah, there's some pre-game talk, but 99.9% of the time, it's just, it's just during the game. Okay. I got to say, okay, John, obviously uh, you're known, uh, I've heard, let me just say, allegedly. Alleged. You know, it's not alleged. Allegedly. Alleged you're not. known, you're there known no for, some trash to it. <laughs> for some trash talking. Uh, would you like to, uh, how do I say this? Would you like to explain maybe a little bit about your trash talking? Would you, would you pre-snap trash talk or would you, would you, would you post-place uh, trash talk? What would you do? Is well, we were playing football most of the time. Allegedly, okay. Allegedly, Allegedly. Yeah. so most of it was like after the play, something would have happened, and then okay. somebody getting lippy or somebody's mad about something. And okay, that's when most of it's happening. Okay, okay. Like between I, plays, 
Okay. I didn't even know if you were one of those like pre-snap kind of guys, like, like I got you, don't worry on this play kind of thing. You know, no, like, I, no, no, I'm not athletic enough to do the pre-snap. <laughs> the, yeah, no. It has to be after something happened. Okay. Okay. No. Well, as you talked about being, uh, how do I say this is not, that's not your, your kind of bag to, to trash talk, but, uh, no. Is that the case or do you trash talk? No. No. I don't. He's a gentleman. He's a gentleman. I'll okay. let my play talk. Oh, okay. Okay. All right. <laughs> He's like, oh, wow. <laughs> I can't remember hearing Mullins ever trash talk, but I can I can remember hearing him all the time. Man, those guys are a bunch of jackasses. <laughs> yeah. Like under his breath. <laughs> like, he'd be, like, individually, he'd tell you, like, these guys, man, someone needs to shut that dude up. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. Okay, I didn't, Mullins, tra- I didn't trash talk either. Have you have you ever crossed that line, Mullins, at all? Have you ever like got so irritated you finally said something to somebody? Uh not I would think like no, I'm trying to think. There has been a time or two, but it would be like if you know they were jawjacking and then I did something that, you know, that was a good play against them. Mm-hmm. Um I would probably turn around and just, you know, like, you know, I not Give sure them a look say, up. But, you know what just happened. Yeah. But oh, are so. we going to let that pass? Cook just said he doesn't trash talk. We just, you would trash talk. Yeah. Cook trash talks. I've heard no, of Okay. We're not going to like let just yeah. skim over that. <laughs> no, we're, we're, I was going to get to that too. Yeah. Okay. Good. Yeah. Good. All right. Dang. I thought that might have slid by. Okay. All right. Yeah. But, now, I, I would say that, you know, nobody trash talked as much as somebody else we played with. Uh, Dan okay. Spells? Dan Spells? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that dude. I don't think he Ooh. talked to anybody without Tarrant talking. Yeah. And, 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 and yeah. He was doing it cast. pre-snap, during snap, in the middle of the play, <laughs> after snap, after the game, before the game. On the One of the things that used to drive me nuts is when he would line up and they would intentionally be like trying to get him to do something. And he'd be like, I see what you're doing. You're trying to make me go right. Guess what? I'm going right and I'm still going to do what I want to do. And he would go right. Mm, and like, yeah. Dude, uh, He's a good I'm actor. standing over 15 yards wide open. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but I got to show these guys that I can go right if I want to. But <laughs> this, over here this is the same person touchdown. who would throw behind his back just to show that he could do it. Like, yeah. If, oh, really? Yeah. Oh, he, yeah. Would, he would yeah. completely pass it. That's funny. Yeah. That was interesting. <laughs> I just realized Kerry has a camera. Yeah, it is. <laughs> you just now noticed that? I just realized that Kerry's got a camera. He's been on uh, for 30 minutes and you just now noticed. I'm sorry. Uh, shoot. Uh, all right. Episode of the Future Episode 145 of Off Our Game. Uh, if you haven't already figured it out, there's a little bit of a cold open there. Uh, we are on Facebook. Uh, we don't share that much on Facebook, though. Uh, Twitter, definitely, at Off Our Game. Email, John? Email at offourgame.com. Awesome. Uh, Mullins, do we have anything in our inbox? Actually, I need to look. Oh, gosh. Uh, for the record, I think that's a month straight I got that right. Is it really? Uh, that's impressive, John. That's impressive. That really is. We've been doing this for almost two years. Yeah. Hey. We've, we've had email for a while. and We all have always... different skill sets, guys. Okay? Is that what it is? Is, yeah. is lack of memory your skill set? Uh, emails. I don't know. <laughs> do you check your own work inbox at least? <laughs> yeah, I do that. Okay, do that's that. good. Uh, you check it once a day. I check it like a hundred times a day. Okay, okay. Yeah, I have to. <laughs> so you're not one of those people that show up at eight o'clock, check your email, and go. I checked it today. Uh, no, I, I check it throughout the day. Uh, that's too good. Much, too much TikTok to watch. 
Uh, Mullins, are we uh, we good in our inbox? How are we doing over there? Did we get anything in yeah, our inbox? Nothing in the inbox. Not even WordPress? Not even WordPress. They don't Damn. even like us. Yeah. <laughs> They've abandoned us. Uh, if you're listening to this, of course, we do enjoy email from listeners. Anything you can comment about the show, you can send us a question about anything. We do our best to uh, answer it as intelligently as we can. Uh, I think John leads the intelligent talk. Right, John? Yeah. Yeah, I facts. I'm on the Stanley Cup. Yeah, that's that's great, John. Uh, back to the trash talk for half a second. <laughs> Cook, where's your, where's your line? Where's your line for trash talking? I've played with you before. I competed with you before. It depends on who we're playing. Really? It, it depends. And it depends on what's going on during the game. Usually I don't start off saying anything unless there's previous sure. history. But usually it just depends on what's going on during the game. If I see somebody do something, then I'm like, all right, I got to get involved. And Cook, I will say, for the most part, isn't like aggressive about it. It's just he'll just kind of look at him and go that's your ass or you know something like that like after they got burned for a touchdown or something like that one of my favorite things to do especially was against schwartz's team and this was like early allegedly. on oh no it's not legend I, ca- I caught a ball in the end zone <laughs> and scored a touchdown and i went to do this and the guy goes don't you spike it I'll, and he said he was going to whoop my butt if i spiked it mm-hmm. and about that time dan and i don't know who else was grabbed me i think it was charlie cortez had grabbed me and they were pushing me to the sideline so that I wouldn't spike the ball in this guy's face. But the guy kept following me to the sideline, yelling at me, and the other team wasn't stopping him. And we got to the sideline, and goes, he's still coming, just spike it. (laughs) (laughs) Right in his face. And he goes, I said, thought you said you were going to bring it. Let's go. And he just turned around and walked off. I did allegedly take it a little too far one time. Allegedly. Now it's alleged. This is alleged. During a game, it was the year that Dan had come back from his ACL tear. Someone had t- said he had a bad knee for the ACL, just slide into his knees accidentally. Mm-hmm. And so the guy was – the next play, the guy did slide at Dan's knees, and I walked by, and I put my knee in his forehead and said, what? don't do that again, allegedly. Allegedly? allegedly. Uh, mm. Okay, that's, that's an allegedly good story. Can you tell a – story in first person and then just keep saying allegedly <laughs> <laughs> that's it, yeah. uh, well i can't remember if i did that or not it, it, you know i've had a lot of hand injuries maybe it's all made up so mm. what about you so so you haven't really said which way you slide on this uh i am i'm kind of on mullins slide obviously you know our show has to be 50 50 right everything's got to be you know yeah. right down the middle yeah uh I consider most of the time on the field, you know, not the most athletic person in the world. So I, trash talking was one of those things that kind of Mullen feels like, you know, I, I beat you. There you go. That's what you get for saying whatever you want to say. Uh, not that I wouldn't trash talk. I'm not saying that I wouldn't. I just most of the time I just try to leave it right there. But I'm is not it trash, over the top. Is it trash talk if, as long as you don't say anything? Or is it still considered your actions considered trash talk? Oh, that's a good like, point. I caught a ball in the end zone one time. And mm-hmm. when I caught it, I just looked at the guy and I dropped it and sit and just walked off on his chest and walked off. Would that be considered trash talking? Ooh, that's a flag. I'm yeah, it's sure a flag. A flag. <laughs> uh, that's more taunting. That's a little more taunting. That's taunting. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I like, how do I say this? I kind of like the more of the, I kind of like that, like the quiet, like psychological thing, like, you know. Like, like the Tim the, Duncan. Oh, good try. Yeah. Yeah. That was nice. Mm-hmm. Ooh, good. you almost had it. Yeah. 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 You, you dropped that one. It's okay. You know, good luck next time. Maybe next time. Yeah, it's more like that. It's not really like real brash. It's kind of like, well, that was good. Good try. You dropped it. 
I find that more irritating than someone who's like LP who just runs his mouth. The subtle stuff yeah. irritates me more than the people who run their mouth. Yeah. So I agree with that. I'm sure I'm not the uh, the trash talker art as much as, as John is, but I, I try. So John, John had some epic moments. I mean, I wasn't like just talk, talk, talk the whole time, but I would just, no, he, I would he, save it up and I would just oh, yeah. say ridiculous things that would, I mean, it wasn't <laughs> even like, it wasn't even like cool stuff. I would just say ridiculous things that would make people laugh. I was almost just trying to get them to laugh. The most infamous one I, I can think of is the, when the referee told everybody, that's it. Nobody else say another negative thing. And then the next play, <clears throat> something happened and John goes, you are a bunch of nice guys. <laughs> yeah, but I yelled it like at the top of my lungs and I pointed at it. The ref couldn't do anything. because You just nice looked things. at him like, you idiot. <laughs> it was yeah, it's kind of that. So, I mean, it wasn't like mean stuff I was saying necessarily. Yeah. Okay. We'll come back to this. We'll come back to this. Uh, 145 is our show. Episode 145. A famous 45, gentlemen. Famous 45s. Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan. Yep. Michael Jordan. Uh, his, his true number, his real number, 45. Yeah. Mm, I that. I won't say be, that. Let's not be silly. Yeah. Uh, Who else okay. we got? Who else is famous 45? Uh, Archie Griffith. Oh, nice one. When he was in Ohio State, he was 45. Was that guy great in the NFL? Mm. I don't think so. I wouldn't so. say great. I don't remember anything memorable Average. about him after yeah. after college. Yeah. So and will um, there ever will there ever be a two time Heisman winner again? Will there ever maybe. be? Maybe. I, I think it could happen. Usually, these guys that win yeah. though and do that, they usually leave. They don't typically stay. Yeah, it, Johnny it, had a chance. I think you you need to do you win your first one as a freshman now because they go out so quick. Yeah, but you're right. We've had I mean we've had Jameis. One as a freshman, right? James mm. won as a freshman. Yeah, he was right yeah. after Johnny. Yeah, and Johnny won as a freshman, but we never had any other other freshman, right? Besides that, Tebow won as a sophomore, if I remember correctly. You've had several guys who've won and then gone back as a finalist. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think the year Johnny won it the next year, I think he finished like third in the Heisman, I think. And I think statistically, he'd actually had a better season, didn't he? I think but- so. But he didn't <clears throat> win it, so it's it's really tough, man, because it's it's all perception, right? And so didn't really um, tough, yeah. Matt Leiner? Didn't he win it and go back? Yeah, yeah, I think he did. Yeah, and uh, yeah, you just it's hard. It's a hard thing to do because even if you win it, you know, then you you almost have to like do something Dude. extraordinary to even top what you just did. It's do you it's have tough. to do you have to be that likable? Also, like, how do I say this? Oh yeah, when Johnny won, like Johnny football was like, you know. Sure all the rage for the, the full, you know, about halfway through the season, the rest of the year, right? That Bama game carried him all the way to the Heisman, right? Do you have to be that likable in a sense to nowadays to win too? Because like, I'm sure the second year, everybody got tired of hearing about Johnny football in a sense. Do you have oh, to be likable? Yeah, I think you do. And it was his off season <clears throat> garbage too, that just kind of tainted. Oh uh, yeah, season. that's true. That's true. So anyway, that's a side note. Uh, other 45 gentlemen, other 45s. Speaking of, you know, the taunting and stuff, Pedro Martinez. Oh, that's good. That's really good. That dude always, I never will forget that when he pointed at the at the, the Yankees and just did this and pointed at his head like, the next was coming at your head. Yeah. And then it did. <laughs> and then it did. Uh, are y'all uh, liking? Go ahead. Sorry. 45. Sorry. Oh, I was going to say Donovan Mitchell. That's not bad. That's not bad. Donovan Spider. Mitchell. He's pretty good. So, um, 
Well, let's get into the show. Let's get into the show. We got lots to talk about. Uh, we have plenty to talk about. First, did y'all see the AI bot says they want to eliminate the human race? Oh, really? <laughs> it didn't surprise me. Dang, that happened no, fast. No, but I'm not surprised. <laughs> I thought we had a little time. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, no. Uh, came when did that happen? A couple of days, couple of days ago. A couple of days ago. Yeah, there's an AI bot said that it's time for them to go. So, well, I think Skynet. Did it give a is, reason? I, I no, not really. Is there like um, one voice speaking for all the AI, or was this just a side branch that decided this? It was probably a oh, side actually, branch. Yeah. Okay. When do all the AI start talking to each other? You know, that, when does that start happening? Are. They probably are. Uh, you think so? Already, that was probably the John time. Hamilton AI. Just, right. What? I thought there was the was it Google that had the two AIs that were communicating across the nation, and then they yep. started their own language, and yep. nobody could understand what they were doing, so they shut yep. them down. Yeah, there was that. <laughs> so. Well, I mean, when are they all going to talk to each other, though? When is Siri going to talk to uh, Alexa? Like, when are they going to start talking to each oh, other? Oh, I bet that would be a fight. You think so? Would they be trash talking? I think they'd be trash talking. Probably trash, yeah. And can you trash talk AI? Do they understand trash talk? What if you like? <laughs> I bet they do. You know? Do they, do they understand that nuance of it? Uh, I don't know. My code is better than your code? I could see John, like, getting access to an AI bot and then saying something to it, and that's what ended humanity. <laughs> actually that's weird you say that because i was talking to my son about that chat gpt and he said you're the kind of person that shouldn't be on there and he said the same thing yeah goes, you're gonna ask it to do something that's gonna mess it all up <laughs> that's that's two people that have said that your son yeah. knows you very well yeah maybe maybe that's a sign for you john that a maybe you flag. shouldn't touch yeah flag. you shouldn't touch anything ai related so okay. right. just stick just stick to Zoom and what you're doing right now. Yeah. Did you see that? Did you see that list of um, somebody asked one of the AIs uh, to name the greatest coaches in Texas? Um, you know, through through history, and and it gave a horrible list. Horrible. Did it say Bill O'Brien? Do what? Did it say Bill O'Brien? But uh, college. College oh, coaches, okay. yeah. Franchoni, Franchoni. <laughs> Actually, I think Franchoni was on there. Oh, what? oh lord! Yeah. Oh, it had just a horrible list. And I, after seeing that, I was like, okay, we're we're safe for a little. We while got a little longer. time. Yeah, <laughs> we're safe. We got a few months. That was just the worst uh, list ever. Oh uh, lordy. Okay, well maybe AI is not hundred percent there yet. Yeah, That's a little bit helpful. Uh. Shoot. All right. Uh, all right. Into the show. Uh, OBJ, this, I believe this week, signed with the Ravens. Is that a mistake? For who? For Not who? for him. For OBJ. Nah, he got paid. He was looking for a paycheck. Yeah. Mm -hmm. he, I guess he's banking that Lamar's coming. Well, I just oh. read on an article that he says it's it's not a given that Lamar will be his quarterback. I've read. I heard the same thing, too. So that's what I'm saying. Is it a mistake? You're going to a team with you don't know who's going to throw the ball to you. He's getting the money. And he and it's a good like we we pointed out it's a good franchise. Yeah, and there's no expectations for receivers to do anything. Yeah, well that's true. You're right about that. There's no expectations of if it. he goes if he goes to the Ravens and has you know 50 catches for 700 yards, he can be like, look, I had Lamar as my quarterback. Or if Lamar's out there, he's like, well, I had this crash back there. You know, I'm worth 18 million still a year. Sign me again. And he's already got his ring. Win win so, for him, yeah. man. Yeah, he's I mean, he's playing with house money right now. Yeah, that's wow. a win win. It's a win-win for him. Yeah, he can do no wrong there. Why would unless he, unless he just goes out there and starts dropping everything? Other than that, 
but OBJ has this tendency, and we all know that, that he's not getting the ball. Are you telling me 50 catches is going to suffice OBJ's appetite as a I wide receiver? Being a little one? sarcastic. It's crazy. Well, I understand yeah. that, but still. Maybe you're AI. That's true. I could. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. I think now, after, you know, like he's, like, like John said, he's got his ring. Things are way different now. And I think in his, he's just trying to get his money to set up the rest of his life. He was looking for that last payday. He was yeah. out all last year. He's over 30 now. So yeah, he's just getting, let's just get everything's, paychecks. Yeah, everything's gravy at this point. And 18 what? was a big paycheck for him. Well, it's, it's, it's incentive though. It's not 18 year, fully 18. It's, it's 18. It's like something, it's like, it's like thir- I want to say it's 13 with incentives, I think. So he he could get up to good. He didn't make anything last year. So what's the, what's the franchise tag for a wide receiver? I think it's twenty. No, twenty. It's up there. I'll, I'll give it a moment to figure figure that part out. But I don't know. I I, I figured he I figured he would want nineteen more, or nineteen point different. seven. Nineteen point seven. Okay, you're right. My bad. So he's right there. Hmm. Could be nah. with incentives. Okay, he could be. Okay, he could be. But. <laughs> Uh, I don't know. As a, if you're a wide receiver, even if you're towards the end of your career, don't you want to know who the guy that you're going to be throwing to you? Don't you want that? Don't you want to know that? No, I'm sure he does, but he probably also doesn't really care that much. I mean, if he is OBJ. I guess that might be true. So, so if someone came to you and they were like, look, you're looking for work still, and someone offered you, because it didn't sound like he had a lot of suitors. Yeah. And someone offered you $13 million with the potential to make $18 million, you're going to take the contract and go. I don't disagree with you, but why? I mean, wouldn't you want to take and say, I want to say less? He's still, he'll probably get a decent contract, right? Go to the Jets, go to the Bills, go someplace where, you know, if you do have your ring already, right? I guess maybe not. Maybe I'm thinking, I'm no. thinking wrong. I'm thinking wrong. So just blow my idea out of the water because he still wants to be a, a number one receiver. So by going now, to the Ravens, this, you're still number one. Sorry, Josh. This was a one year deal, right? Yes. Yeah. So I mean, you're making it sound like he's locked in for five years. I mean, he's he's gonna go make 13 mil, maybe 18. He's he's coming back after a, sitting out for a year. He's gonna yeah. show, like Kerry said, show the league, hey, look, I'm healthy. I yeah. I did X this season, and then maybe somebody gave him a three year contract. You know, okay, 28 million or something. I think he's stuck to one to two year deals from here on out. But but I'm I'm saying he, maybe he's just using this year as a like show me year. Like he's yeah. like I'll take 13. I'll go play in Baltimore. Whoever's there, whatever. The next year I'll try to find a better team. But right now, next year he'll end is, up. I'm, I'm gonna. This is a prove prove it year. A prove it year. Prove that you're healthy. Prove that you're. Prove that you're OBJ. Older, maybe not. Though. Maybe not old OBJ, but you're a, a serviceable number one slash number two receiver. He'll go out there okay. and play well enough that when Brandon Cook sucks in Dallas, y'all cut him and you'll bring in OBJ. Oh gosh, I don't want, don't even say that. I don't want OBJ. And like there. like Cook said, of all the franchises, I mean, who is wide receiver starved for like twenty years? Like like Cook said, he just show up on the on the on the field and they're like, yes, thank you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't think okay. it'll take much to impress. Yeah, you're probably right. Is is he a, this before we leave this topic real fast? Is he a true number? One wide receiver. Does he still deserve the, uh, the credit? Got to see it. We'll find out. I don't okay. know. Yeah, maybe okay. for Baltimore. But I mean, in the Super Bowl, teams. he played great. 
I mean, he played really well. Obviously, he wasn't better than Cooper Cup, but he was playing really well. And I think he was playing so well because everybody was doubling Cooper Cup. So I don't know. And okay. the right, he's he's going to be a program type player, I think, from here on out. Depends on the system and who's there, who's the surrounding okay. talent. Okay. So okay, if you so let me put it this way: if you're a defensive coordinator, are you still scared of o, of OBJ? Are you still scared of him? I'm aware of him. I don't know if I'm scared of him. Okay. Okay. Until he proves me otherwise. Okay. But you're not, you're not, you're not, you're not overly, you're not going to put a safety on the top for this guy. No, I'm not bracketing him at all. Okay. Okay. Interesting. Uh, Let's go to another wide receiver real fast. And Tyreek Hill announces that he is going to retire at the end of his Dolphins contract. And I looked it up just to make sure what age he'll be when he, if he does do this, he'll be 31 years old. Uh, He retires into the the contract. Uh, Why announce it right now? Why announce it? Tyreek freaking Hill. He likes the attention. Yeah, uh, you can you can do yeah. you can do a hundred other things to get attention right now. You know, you and I know that just as much as anybody else does. You don't have to announce that you're going to retire in basically two more years or three more years. I mean, does it does it hurt him to announce it? I don't. I don't think it's one way or the other. No, no but why? What what what's the point of saying, hey, you know what? I'm going to retire in three years. Why can't you just say that the season before, or even halfway through the season that you're playing in, like, hey, this is my last year. It's one let everybody know. Once I'm done here, like I'm done with football. Why are you telling people three seasons in advance? Maybe he's helping the team plan for a salary cap. No, that's crap. You know it is. <laughs> I don't know. All right. Maybe All he right. feels that like if he he, he kind of it's something he wants to do, and if he makes it known that he kind of has to, he can't backtrack on it. Although uh, he still can. You can. But maybe you know it's just kind of like stating it so everyone knows. It's almost like drawing a line. Yeah, maybe he maybe, maybe like telling the Dolphins, you know, we need another quarterback in case Tua goes down. So if you want to utilize my talents over the next three years, yeah. you better get on it. Okay, all right. What if he's what if he's doing this to be like to get that to uh to get the uh next, you know, sports gig? You know, Tom Brady, all that stuff. What is he doing it for that? He's letting he the the sportscasters know, like, hey, in three years, I'm be. available. That dude's you not know? gonna be a sportscaster. What are you talking about? No, give Tyreek Hill some no credit. Way. No. Hey, no why not? I don't know. He's he's not likable enough. I don't know you if don't I've ever really likeable. heard him talk that much. I don't really don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I'm trying to remember like any <laughs> any interviews he's given. I, I can't. I don't have an opinion one way or the other. He's not going to get a gig like that. No way. Maybe a oh, what's the name of that show? Sosa's favorite show on on ESPN. Which one is that one? Gosh, I can't remember the name like of it now. Pardon the part, ultimate part of, tag. No. Pardon the interruption. No, what's that show that comes on in the mornings with uh Stephen A. Smith? The coffee thing. Oh, oh, show. oh yeah. Okay, maybe yeah, a nah. show like that. Maybe him and Skip can tag up because you know him and Shannon ain't gonna make it much longer, and then they'll bring in Tyreek for something. I can see him do something like that. Mm. You know, there's not that many really good morning sports shows right now, except for Good Morning Football. Good I Morning Football good is morning the only football. is the only thing that's really good right now. That's the only thing. ESPN and Fox Sports, uh, you know, they're just not that great. They really aren't. So, but Good Morning Football is good. I like Good Morning Football. They have some really good stuff in the morning. Sorry. Um, I don't know. I think Tyreek Hill is just, I don't know. Maybe he's, maybe he's since he lost a step and he's like, by the time I'm 31, I'll be a little slower. I don't know. Who knows? Yeah, but uh, I don't know. But his lost a step is still like better than most. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I agree. He's fast. He's ridiculously fast. Yeah. If he had got injured, I think he may have won. He may have been better than Justin Jefferson last year. He was on yeah. pace. He was doing pretty good. 
So, I mean, he won't be as, he still won't be as fast as John, but I mean, he'll still be moving pretty good. That running form right yeah. there shows that you're not fast. <laughs> wow, that's me cutting you're the sitting way. in a chair and just the running, the running right there. Yeah. We all know you're Runs not fast. That's to the air. That's the flat. Uh, that's, that's pretty bad, John. Yeah. That's pretty bad. If we can see your arm still moving, I don't think you're that fast, you know? So, it's it's not, even a, not even a blur. Not even a blur, John. Uh, anyway, uh, Let's move to, uh, talk about the Masters. Uh, who watched the Masters? I might have watched was, was a that little this bit. Was that this past weekend? It was Based this on past the text weekend. that I read, it looks like Mullins watched it 24-7. Oh, my God. I did. Yeah, he did. <laughs> I know he watched it 24-7. <laughs> well, he was with the playing with the leaders pretty much the whole weekend, so you couldn't help but watch him. It was like text. Uh, Bennett bent over and is tying his shoelaces. Uh, okay, he's he's got reaching for a stick of gum. Hey, I just thought it was just really, really awesome that an amateur was playing so well. I mean, that was just super cool to watch. And then on top of that, he was an Aggie, so uh, that that just made it even better. I'd say he pretty much won the weekend. Sam Bennett did. I think oh, yeah. everybody everybody knew who Sam Bennett was by the time this weekend was over. The standing ovation that he got when he finished the 18th hole, you know, on that final day was, I mean, gave me chills. It was just really cool to see. And did you it see was, where he didn't get any money out of that? that yeah. Yeah. I don't, that's yeah. just, that's crap. <laughs> <laughs> what? He's an amateur. He's not a professional. I know, he, he but can't... still, if you know, everybody else around him that in that in that, you know, I think he finished seventeenth in that that area got like three hundred thousand dollars, and he gets nothing. Yeah, basically, yeah. He he finished in the two two seventy two hundred seventy one thousand dollar area. Yeah, yeah. They did if, say uh, he was about to make some serious nil money though. Oh yeah. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. Big time. I'm sure. I'm sure that two hundred seventy-one thousand dollars gets made up real fast. Yeah. So, but, but I, I was I'm with you, John, uh, Mullins. I thought that I was hoping so much that he would at least finish in the leader group, or at least you know one of the top two groups. Right. Uh, going into Saturday and Sunday, I really wanted him to. Um, I mean, he still finished what two under for the tournament, so that was pretty. Yes, good. two under. Yeah. yeah. He actually had a bogey on that final hole. Yeah, under he did two under, which was a little sad, but. Uh, it, the really cool thing is if he would have actually got a birdie on that hole and finished uh, four under, he mm-hmm. would have been in the top 12, which would have given him an automatic bid to next year's Masters. Mm. Oh, that sucks. So what I'm hearing is he choked. He just messed out. He didn't choke. The guy, the guy that choked was Brooks Kepka. <laughs> Brooks Kepka choked. Yeah, he choked Kepka bad. choked. <clears throat> so. That was... Everybody talked about how Rom made this, you know, big comeback, you know, to to win the tournament. I'm like, he really, you know, after uh, after the rain delay, or the you know they had to stop, and then so they started back up on Sunday. He pretty much shot, yeah, a couple of shots under par uh, after that. Whereas Brooks was like eight over, so it wasn't as much Rom making this big push as it was Brooks. You know, just choking, like you said. Yeah, he gave the tournament away because and that yeah. morning he was at thirteen under. And he finished at what's eight under Mullins, eight or seven under that he finished, and I, I, it yeah. just kept getting worse for Kepka too. Yeah. Like, it never stopped for him. And that's at some point on that back nine, I really thought he would 
make a small run. I didn't think he right. was going to win the tournament. Uh, I thought Rom had it in hand because Rom played, you know, fairly decent on Sunday. He was solid. Yeah, he was. But I really thought that uh, Kepka was going to make, you know, just a couple of birdies here and there just to make it interesting up to the 17th and 18th green. Yeah. And no, it was nothing. Um, so. No, it was it definitely John Rom's, uh, you know, last couple of days. Um, and then in Sunday, uh, Phil Mickelson. They, they, yeah. That was kind of fun to see that he made that huge, huge charge. I think the final round he shot like a seven or eight under. Mm-hmm. You know, so that was pretty that second. So he tied yeah. second oh, with wow. Brooks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he nice. played well. So back to the question did you that you asked last week, Mullins, which is basically, you know, do you, if the PGA wanted, you know, an LIV player, PGA, do you think they're happy with the result with Rom winning? I, you know, I don't know how they can't be happy in some, in some instances because. <clears throat> Um, you know, a lot of people watch, watch the, uh, masters and, you know, that's still really better for PGA than, than for LIV. Mm-hmm. So, um, by letting these guys, you know, cause people love to watch Rom, love to watch Brooks, you know, um, and, and some of these other guys and they don't care who they're really playing for. They still want to see them. So I think that still benefits PGA more than it does LIV. I- I have a question. This and I was thinking about this um, after the you know the day after Kepka you know lost that tournament. So d- y'all correct me if I'm wrong, and we have we have to Google this short very shortly here. But doesn't LIV only play three days of golf? Don't they only play three rounds of golf now? I don't know. I think you're right. It's, it's I thought they sh- I thought it was shorter than the PGA. My question is, do you think yeah. if that's the case, y'all can. Google search me and double check me real fast. But if that's the case, do you think that played into Kepka's letdown on Sunday by playing shorter and not being used to a fourth day of golf? Uh, I mean, how long has he been doing that? It hadn't been that long. No, but I mean, you get you get used to a pattern, you know, I mean, or, you know, or a whatever, a schedule or something. Your body gets used to it, you know, just like anything else. I mean, if you're not used to, you know, walking that fourth day or playing golf that fourth day, it takes a toll on you. I mean, right? It might. Um, I mean, we saw the Tiger Woods, you know, he withdrew. Um, yeah. Something about one of the screws he has in his leg started coming out. Oh, really? Is wow. what I'm hearing. That's that's the rumor that I'm hearing. Nobody's really confirmed it, but that's what I've heard, and that's why he pulled out. Uh, and there were several other guys that actually pulled out during the tournament too, um, but they really weren't in it to begin with, but it, it could have something to do with that. I mean, Brooks is coming off of having, uh, what was a knee injury that he had a mm-hmm. couple of years ago. So that plus the weather, you know, maybe, yeah, yeah. maybe he, he just couldn't handle it. It does say that, uh, there are three rounds of golf for LIV. So there's, they play three yeah. rounds of golf. I mean, that, that's a lot of walking. It is a lot of walking. Whether you're carrying your bag or not, it's still a lot of walking yeah. that fourth day. So I, I didn't know if that played into Kepka at all. I, I'm not saying that's an excuse or anything like that. I just didn't know if physically or mentally that took a toll on him the fourth day because yeah. they did have rain delays. You know, they had to start in the morning or start later or whatever was going on. And then you have the fourth day. I didn't know if any that may have played a part in how Kepka played on that Sunday. 
Yeah, and, and Sunday they they played what 20, 25 rounds of golf or uh, holes of golf. Holes. Yeah, roughly. Yeah, because yeah. it you know they had to carry on from Saturday. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it was just even extra. But I mean, he started off cold as soon as you know Sunday morning. So he did that first shot was bad. That yeah. first shot on hole one was way into the other side of the, the fairway on hole nine. So yeah, it was not pretty at all. Yeah, it could be that he was tired, wore out. It could be just he just had a, a mental blockage or something because of the rain and the weather and stuff. There's no telling. Yeah. So I was happy. I was happy for Rom. I was. I was happy for Rom. I, I thought he played well. So I thought he, did, uh, you know, yeah. deserve, I guess you say, the championship. So, well, I mean, but, it's his first Masters. And uh, so now he's a he's a lifer. I think that's cool about the Masters when you win that you get yeah. to come for the rest of the tournament for the rest of your life. You have an yeah. open invitation to play in the automatic Masters. Pretty cool. automatic bid. Yeah. So, uh, and I love that course. I don't know what it is oh, about gorgeous. that course. It's just so yeah. It's just pretty course every year. Everything like is yeah. in place. Like every pine straw, every flower, every whatever is like. Like it, like it, like it, like it stands still, like it doesn't move. So, yeah. yeah. Um, and I love, the, I love the no cell phones or whatever they have, no, the no phone policy or whatever the policy they have over there. I love that over there. Yeah, so, I mean, you're not allowed to run. You're not allowed. Yeah. I mean, they they have a lot of rules. Yeah, but, but it's still, good, people, though. you have to enter a lottery to even get tickets for that thing. Yeah. So I hope to get there one day. One day. That'd be nice. It would be. Um. All right, uh, keep moving on, gentlemen. Uh, NFL draft is two weeks away. Are we excited yet? Yeah, yes. buddy. Are we? Yes. Wait. Two weeks. Two weeks. From the day. So uh, even with your story of the Raiders, whoa, you're, you're, you're excited, uh, That was the old Raiders. That was, <laughs> that was the old. This is the new improved. Quick, this is the new improved. Next week, you're going to hear John crying. <laughs> that's like every other day yeah. the weather changes i, I want to tell everybody you know oh. i'm by myself i'm by myself i don't have anybody on the podcast you know it's like, yeah so, are, so are we doing a live podca- podcast uh for the first round uh maybe so so our Why listeners not? can hear john cry on yeah air. that's true that would be nice it. yeah live action live, a live feed of john crying would be nice that's gonna be a good it's gonna be good. <laughs> you say that, and then you, we'll get off the show. You'll be like, "Golly, you see who they took?" No, I'll so, be fine. I'll be fine. <laughs> uh, okay, so we're excited about the draft. Have you changed your mind about quarterbacks at all? About who's going to go first? Uh, ooh, I don't know. I, I think Bryce. I've been seeing him kind of going number one lately a lot. He used to be the other way around. Yeah. Stroud. I don't know if that's – I don't know. I'm kind of iffy on it. I can't decide if Carolina is playing this game to try to get Houston trade up to one so that they take Bryce Young or if it's just they're, you know, going to take Bryce Young. I don't know yet. I, I will say that it seems seems to be, at least right now, that Levis is a clear – like, he's not in the top three. And I've, I've seen a lot where he's even behind Hinden Hooker now. Really? Yes. It's just surprising. But Hooker's on. Go ahead. Sorry. I'm saying I keep hearing he's dropping too, but I just saw, I just looked at Mel Kuyper's two round draft that came out two days ago. He has him going number four to the Colts. But everything that I heard today that I was watching and catch, I was trying to catch up on some stuff since I hadn't seen much last week. 
they, they said Will Levis like could potentially go to the bottom of the first round, maybe in the top of the second round. Yeah, based I've, on based on I've, what though? I don't. For whatever reason, he's not. He didn't have the shine. The, the other three have, have kind of stood out uh, like post uh, season. Like, I don't know. Some people think he's kind of a cocky a-hole from what I hear. <laughs> <laughs> Can you relate to that, John, or no? Nope. <laughs> I'm like, nope. I'm, 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 like, I'm like a, a, a Peyton Manning. I'm humble. Uh, that's, that's true. That's true. Good point. <laughs> I'm like a Manning. That's okay. Uh, yeah. All right. Humble to the humble to a fault. Wow. <laughs> so look at we lost those. So his head exploded. <laughs> it's not that funny. It's pretty funny. Uh, wow. Uh, yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> man. Uh, I love John. I love John's comparisons. I really do. That was good, John. Thank you. Huh. Okay. <laughs> Humble, humble to a fault. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't know if we, I don't think anybody on this, any of us have shed that at all to you, John. I don't think we have. <laughs> um, it's definitely be interesting to see what happens, though, man. It's, yeah, it seems like with the Texans, it's either Bryce Young or, or they're not taking a quarterback. That's yeah, everything you, I'm, everything I've heard on the sports talk radio this morning mm-hmm. and the podcast I listened to today and some reading I did. Man, they don't, it doesn't now. There could be smoke. Yeah, you don't know what the but man, it really sounds like they don't want anything to do with CJ Stroud. But why? Why are the why would the Texans be all in on Young though? I mean, even I mean, you you weren't a fan of that in the beginning. Are you a fan of it now? Are you a fan of want, Young? I don't, I don't want Bryce Young. You don't want Bryce Young, even with Mullins Mullins' information that he said how well he scored on whatever test high. that was. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's one test. One measurable. It's not the end all be all, but it's a great measurable to have. I'll give him that. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that I, you know, if he comes to the Texans, I'm not going to like be like, oh, that sucks. I don't want him. It's not like the like they're taking Stingley or something. Mm-hmm. But, um, and it's not that I don't like him. He just scares me to death. I just don't think he's. I don't know. I, his size just worries me. Durability. I'm really concerned about that. Okay. I'll take him. I mean, if, they, if he comes here, that's great. But his his measurables scare me to death. Mm. Okay. I, I, how do I, say I don't this? like CJ Stroud though. I told y'all that weeks ago. The dude is dumb as a box of rocks, in my opinion. I, I, I don't want. Wait, him. but no, wait he's a minute. Good. He, you, I thought you switched on that. Yeah, yeah, I thought you did, did too. Uh, he, I said bad. I didn't think. He, I, I, I said he <laughs> sounded like an idiot. Now I think he is an idiot. No, he's fine. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, I don't want him. Okay. If we could, if we could somehow trade down and get Anthony Richards, I'd be okay with that. But mm-hmm. I don't think that's going to happen either. I think Anthony Richards will be the third quarterback. But like I told you all today, I keep hearing and, and on the radio and everything, there seems to be a lot of smoke out there about Texans trying to get the third pick. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what the reasoning would be to get the third pick, other than what they were discussing today about if Bryce Young does go number one, that the Texans would try to take um, Anderson and uh, Jalen Carter with number two and number three. That's not bad, though. That's, no, that's not, not bad I would, at all. I would take that in a heartbeat. And then if they that's do not- that and then trade for, for White in Tampa – Man, mm-hmm. I'm revamping your defense all of a sudden. That would be nice. I think I think White as your signal caller for the for that defense would be nice. So he is. I think he's an extremely instinctive linebacker. I think he's an extremely smart guy too uh, on the defensive side of the ball. That would be a good guy to have to call your defense, man. Um, 
Not say that's going to happen, but if it did happen, that would be nice. That would be real nice. We'll see what happens. It's going to be very interesting. I think Hooker, like John said earlier, like back to the quarterbacks, I think Hooker is going to go before Levis. I am, I am totally mystified with the idea of Levis falling that far. I don't – like I'm looking at – I looked at a CBS Sports uh, mock draft earlier today, and I thought I would pull it back up. I have Levis – or they have Levis going where you had with Kuiper at four to the Colts. I don't understand. Yeah. He's 6'4", 230. I mean, the dude does have an arm. I mean, I don't understand why he wouldn't yeah. project like a Josh Allen, you yeah. know, somebody like that. Yeah, if he this way, when, the thing I heard today was on Sports Talk with Seth Payne was talking about was saying that typically when you hear the locals at the college and university that these players go to, of all those, of all the fans, college fans are always the most over-the-top supportive and whatnot. And he used this, he used this, uh, comparison he said it's like when kellen kellen mon came out if you ask AM fans about kellen mon they're like he's a great guy but i don't want him as my my quarterback and it, it seems like he's getting kind of the same thing it's like it's almost like if you go and ask people in kentucky you're they're they're asking you man what's the hype what is why is everybody projecting this guy so high mm-hmm. so i don't know we'll see it, from what I'm, what I'm hearing, uh, another guy, um, gosh i can't remember his name now he has a podcast or not a podcast a youtube channel he's a former quarterback god what's his name I, know, I watch him all the time on analysis on analysis on tape on quarterbacks and such, and he's saying that the tape just shows that this guy makes some really bonehead decisions, just throws into throws into coverage that's like really bad coverage. Like, why did he not see that? Or when he's they, they said wide that about open, he's go ahead. Josh Allen too, didn't they? Yeah, God's accuracy. Arm, yeah. He had great arm strength, but no accuracy. Right. Yeah. I don't know. And I told you guys a long time ago I wanted Will Levis, and I still <clears> want Will Levis. But I'm hearing all these negative things the last few days. I, I don't think Will. Okay, in my opinion, I don't think Will Levis is a a day one starter. He's not a week one day one starter for these the guys. I, I I see him just the same way I see Josh Allen. Like he's a big quarterback. He's got the ability to run. He is he fine tuned and you know to a crisp. He's he's not. But how can you pass up on six four two thirty with a gigantic arm you know yeah. uh, the thing you got to worry about is it's the draft time right everybody's lying through their team yeah how, yeah. Many, how many people are trying to get him to fall to him you know yeah. you could mm-hmm. be having that situation going on too yeah, there, there's, yeah. There's, there's there's too many teams that need a quarterback for him to fall too far um yeah he definitely won't make it past tennessee and this mock draft that kuiper's got it's got tennessee trading up to number three and uh, taking uh anthony richards wow well then, Indy, Indy would do. Then he won't pass up. In you know, he won't get. Yeah, past in this Indy. scenario, yeah, it goes. He yeah. goes to Indy, yeah. and I think they had. Uh, let me see, where's Hooker at? I think he was like twenties. Yeah, it was like right at nineteen twenty area. Let me see here. He goes. But why is why is Hooker jumping up now? What's going on with Hooker that he's going into the first round? Seattle at number thirty. It's because I mean they're saying, well, if he wouldn't have got hurt, he probably would have won the Heisman. Well, that's right. true. Yeah. And I mean, this just because he got hurt is the only reason he's <clears throat> not in the first round, I think. Right. His age plays into and it. And he's well. a, he's, I think he's 25. I think he'll be 26. He'll be 26 in, when in, in the season. Yeah. yeah. Oh, really? Okay. Okay. That makes a lot more sense then. And this okay. is another thing that baffles me. And this, in the second round, they have Quentin Johnson going as the third pick in the second round. That yeah. dude has like fallen off. Yeah. The he, table. He's fallen. Yeah. Did he have a bad pro day? Didn't he know. run kind of slow? Yeah, I but he so. I mean he wasn't very quick already. I mean he has decent obviously he's got good speed off course for wire but he's not gonna blow anybody away. But I didn't know if he had a bad pro day. I didn't know what's projecting him to come down. He's so faster much. than Jackson Smith. 
that dude ran like a four six and they're all excited about that yeah that's also like uh antonio johnson in the beginning he was from a m he was projected first round and i'm seeing him like late second now yeah yeah mm. just some guys are going up and down i don't know like cook said though some of this could be smoke screens yeah yeah but some but even some of the you know the mock drafts are showing the same thing though too like like the mock draft i see for uh I hear for CBS Sports, they have Hooker uh, going to Minnesota at 23. And then they have Richardson at number six going to the Seahawks. Um, and then, who am I missing? Uh, Johnson drops all the way down. Where does Quinn Johnson fall down to? Quinn Johnson fell down also in this mock draft to right in front of a Hooker to 22 to the Ravens. I mean, yeah. that guy was a top 10 pick, you if know, Quentin- a month ago. If he if he fell into the second round and the Texans didn't take him in the second round, I'd be really disappointed. With Quentin Johnson? Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> even even if they took Jackson Smith, and I am going to attempt to say his last name, but if they took Jackson in, Smith in Jigba. with the 12th pick and then you had Quentin Johnson there at the 33rd pick, yeah, the wide receiver court is horrible right now. Even with the rumors of DeAndre Hopkins trying to get back to Houston, which mm. to me – was shocking to hear today as well. But if, even, you know, if they went and got DeAndre and got him back here, that'd be great. But even that, I, I go, man, could you imagine pairing those two up? That'd be great. It'd be pretty nice. So be someone to look look to uh, look forward to. John, just so you know, in the mock drafts I'm looking at, your Raiders pick up Christian Gonzalez, by the way. So the <laughs> guys you that. want. I so. can't, I, I, the guys <laughs> I'm seeing the most now it is uh, Christian Johnson or uh, Witherspoon from Illinois. That hard-hitting yeah, guy. Uh, yeah. I think they're going to – and I could see maybe Tyree uh, – I can't think of his last name. That guy from uh, Texas Tech. Tyree Wilson. Yeah, yeah like Tyree Wilson. If, if, like those are – that's uh, – defender. I think they're going to go defender, and maybe they'll get a quarterback, you know, later round, second, third, fourth. <clears throat> but I think they're really – they just – I mean, our defense, I've, I've said it over and over, like every level, it, they need multiple players. Mm-hmm. So they really need like a an ace with that that first pick for sure. Mm-hmm. I keep seeing so, Robinson now going to Detroit at like eighteen, not making it all the way down to the Cowboys. Yeah, he's um, he's seemed to be moving up in the draft board. Um, It'd be well, a you think so? Kuiper, Kuiper had y'all taking Michael Meyer, the tight end out of Notre Dame. I, I would say nine out of ten drafts I've seen from the beginning <laughs> and has you guys getting a tight end. Yeah, one some of the tight, tight ends, end. either him or our uh, the tight end from uh, Georgia. Ooh, Georgia, that yeah. would be uh, that a freak. Yeah. yeah, but he's like a blocking tight end. He's not. I don't yeah, think he's but much of a receiver, but he's a road grader. Yeah, he is. That's for yeah. sure. So, Mullins, I've I've seen I've seen tight end. I've seen Robinson, the running back, and I've yeah. seen now Brian Branch, the safety out of Bama, yeah. in those three spots for us at the draft. Cowboys fan, what do you want, or what do you think, or what do you think we need out of out of those three? Well, I'm always about defense, so safety would be nice. Okay, um, I mean, a great tight end would wouldn't be bad either, but uh, but I, I would love to see our our defense just get even stronger. I want, I'd like to see Robinson fall. I, 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 to be honest with you, I really would. I, I think Pollard, Robertson, and what's his other, other guy? The, is it Malik Davis? I think that would be a really nice running back core with everything, all the weapons that we kind of have right now. I think it would be nice. And I think we could pick yeah. up. I think we could probably trade up to the top of the second round and get a you know a pretty good 
tight end if we really wanted one. That kid out of Oregon State, uh, is yeah. it Musgrove or Musgrave? I think he would be Musgrave, great. Yeah. yeah, for us. So, I don't know. We'll see. It's going to be an mm. interesting draft. I can't wait. It's going to be fun to see. I, I really don't know at this point. No. And did y'all hear the rumor or see the thing about um, the Texans with uh, Nick Casario? Did y'all see that report? I haven't seen that one. What's going on? Report was going on that after the draft, Nick Casario will be stepping down. Really? Yeah, no. they were talking. It was, it's like all over Houston News today that apparently there's a report out there that after the draft, Nick Casario is stepping down. Hmm. Just, not, just not because fired. or why? Yeah, there, there's just speculation everywhere. Everywhere from everywhere between um, he's almost like self-firing himself. Okay. He's not happy with the job he's doing. And to prevent you know, not getting another job somewhere else. It's like almost like he wants to step down and take time away um, is what, we're, what I've been hearing today on the news here. So it's like, what? What's that about? So is everybody celebrating over there or what's happening? No, it, they took matter of fact, they took a poll. It was talking about, would you be excited if he stepped down or would do you even care? And it was like 50-50. It's kind of like, mm-hmm. eh. He's done kind of a meh job right now. Okay. There's been some good things he's done. There's been some bad things he's done. He He's not horrible or good. Okay. I personally like him. I like what he's trying to do, but I don't know. We'll see what happens. I don't. It's interesting. And then they they showed a stat. We haven't had a the same GM and head coach in the same season since 2017. <laughs> That's a bit much. That's a bit much, man. That's like, a bit much. Let's get this crap stopped. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that needs to that needs to change. Need some consistency there. Uh, all right. Now that okay. Now we're talking about the draft. We talked about some of the quarterbacks that may be leaving. Uh, we have done uh, the best draft classes of wide receivers, the best draft classes of uh, running backs. I try to do like something different. I try to like try to find the best classes for like a defensive end or defensive lineman, and I couldn't find that. So I had to go to the normal thing, which is the best draft class for a quarterback. So we already probably know what number one is, but I'm going to give you some of the other ones and get some thoughts. So the top ten draft classes. For quarterbacks okay no i'll give you a couple of honorable mentions before we get started okay so uh 2011 you had uh andy dalton uh cam newton and christian ponder so eh, it's kind of a little bit of hit or miss there with a couple of uh drafts uh players there right. uh that was in 2011. Uh, let's see, 2000 and uh, sorry, 1993. Uh, you had Mark Brunel, Elvis Gerbach, Gerbach, Trent Green, Andrew Bledsoe. Good or bad? Eh, pretty good. And you had Rick Meyer also. Oh well, that day. that right there seals the deal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was about to <laughs> say Rick Meyer. You're leaving out old Rick. Uh, yeah, old Ricky Rick. Yeah. Uh. 2000 uh, produced a pretty good, uh, I would say a pretty good, but it basically produced the GOAT, Tom Brady. Uh, also out of that draft, you had Chad Pennington in the first round, and you had Mark Bulger uh, out of that I draft. I Mark Bulger. Wow. Yeah, Mark Bulger, and I forgot that Chad Pennington was the same draft as Tom Brady. That's funny. That is crazy, isn't it? And that dude feels like he's been gone for 30 years. Yeah. So... There's a couple honorable mentions uh, for you right there. Uh, so, yeah, 2000 was the actual number 10 class, according to this ranking. All right, the number nine draft class, 1998. You had Peyton Manning, Matt Hasselbeck, Brian Greasy, 
and Charlie Batch for <clears throat> that draft class. Nice. Don't forget that was about, uh, Ryan Leaf. Yeah, Leaf. he puts yeah. a little he puts a little state on that one. He does. He but yeah, a little salt on the on the class. So there you go. That's the number nine draft class. According mm. to quarterbacks, the number eight draft class of all time, according to this ranking, is 2012. You had Andrew Luck, Robert Griffin III, Ryan Tannehill, Russell Wilson, Nick Foles, and Kurt Cousy. Man, that's, that's a good draft. And two of those quarterbacks went to the same team. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it was Robert Griffin the third a bust. Was he a bust out of that draft class? I think so. I think because of his ACL at the end of the season. He had the injury. Uh, those injuries shortened his career. Okay. So bust or no bust then? <clears throat> bust for me. Yeah, I guess yeah. he's a bust because he didn't. I mean, everybody else gets injuries, but <clears throat> yeah. I think it was – I've strongly considered it as the Washington mishandling of him. Yeah. Okay. 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 But the, uh, the steal was Kirk Cousy. Kirk Cousy oh. was a steal, actually. <laughs> it actually says that at the bottom here. Kirk Cousy was a steal of the draft. So, uh, and that dude has made some money. Do y'all see that statistic I sent you guys? That dude has made some money. Some money for sure. Howie Robert. Some guaranteed money too. Not just money, guaranteed contracts. Anyway. He got the first all guaranteed contract, didn't he? He did. The three years, 84 million. Is that what it was? The first time? So. I remember when he did that, everybody was like, what? Kirk Cousins? Yeah. So. Anyway, uh, the number seven uh, draft class, quarterback draft class, 1973. You had, uh, I don't know, I, I don't know this guy, the first one, uh, first rounder, Burt Jones. You had Hall of Famer, Dan Fouts, Ron Jaworski, and Joe Ferguson, 1973. Hmm. Sure. <laughs> sure, <Yeah>. sure. <laughs> the number six draft class, 1987. You had Rich Gannon. Uh, you had Jim Harbaugh. Uh, Don the Magic, and then Steve Berline and Chris Miller. Magic Man, we we brought him up numerous times. Yeah, a little too much probably on this show. Yeah, little <laughs> Chris Miller. Yeah, Second that was the worst neck in NFL history. <laughs> Behind Martin Hanks. Behind Martin Hanks. Dude, uh, I hated. Don't you Martin love Hanks. that guy when he does this? Don't you? No, love that? So oh, don't I, you didn't like your favorite thing. Oh, I hated that. He was a 49er on top of that. It didn't really help anything. Uh. Okay, uh, 2005 uh, draft class. So 2005, you had uh, Matt Castle, Kyle Orton, Jason Campbell, Aaron Rodgers out of that group right there, and Ryan Fitzpatrick, actually, who comes out as a steal of that draft as well. I'm surprised that's as high as it is. I know, actually, I know, too. So yeah. I think it's just because Aaron Rodgers makes that class. So at number five. Uh, 1971, uh, this was a pretty good one. Jim Plunkett, Archie Manning. Dan Pastorini and Ken Anderson, uh, number four draft a draft class for quarterback. Four, okay. Yeah, I didn't think so either. I was like, what? But it's interesting. Uh, nineteen fifty-seven. This was all, all. You had Lynn Dawson, uh, Sonny Jurgensen, Jack Kemp, and Milt Plum. Who I don't know who Milt Plum is. I've all the other names I've heard before. So, so nineteen fifty-seven was your number three draft class. Uh, this one was really good too. I like this one. It's a pretty good draft class, and we'll see how it goes. Uh, sorry, where was I? Sorry. Uh, two thousand four draft class has four first round picks. You had Eli Manning, you had Philip Rivers, and you had Ben Roethlisberger, and then you had third round pick Matt Schaub, 
Between all of them, you have a combined four Super Bowls, 18 Pro Bowls between all four of those guys. So That's good. That's nice. Pretty good. Yeah, 2004 draft class. And then, of course, we all know which is number one, which is the 1983 draft class with Elway, Kelly, Dan Marino, Ken O'Brien, Tony Eason, Todd Blackledge. You had all those guys in there. Total of combined 23 Pro Bowls with all those guys. Uh, Isn't like 97% of those that information just from the top three alone? Yeah. Pretty much. Those guys should be thankful that they get their names mentioned. Yeah, they should. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, hold on. Let me see if I can find this real fast before I let this go. Uh, do we still agree that 83 is the uh, greatest draft class, the quarterback draft class of all time? Probably so. That yeah. other one's pretty close, though. The, the Eli Ben Roethlisberger. Yeah. That's yeah, pretty that's damn close. Really close. Yeah. The one that they mentioned uh, also is to look forward to is the 2018 uh, draft class that featured uh, Patrick Mahomes, Carson Wentz, uh, Dak Prescott, and possibly Jared Goff. So there's the potential there. Deshaun Watson also in there too. Yeah. Well, yeah. So potential think, for that class to get be pretty, pretty good. I think that the class with the Eli and all that, I think it would have been, it it might have even caught or passed if Rivers would have got a Super Bowl or two in there. Right. Yeah. That's true. So. But that was a pretty good draft. I didn't realize 2004 was as good as it was. But yeah, 2004 was a pretty good draft class. Uh, I looked looking through, like looking through this one. Um, I, there were some ones in there that I didn't uh, expect at all. So it was really good. And I think we've mentioned this before, but I think Roethlisberger gets overlooked mm-hmm. quite yeah. a bit. Big time. He does. He does. Um, <laughs> and maybe because he's not as flashy as the other ones. But another one they mentioned too, real fast, so just to bring it up real fast, is the 2020 draft class also, which is. Uh, Joe Burrow, Justin Abair, Tua Tungavailoa, and Jalen Hurts. So, and then he also mentioned Jordan Love, who hasn't really had a chance to play yet. But the 2020 draft class is another one they're saying keep your eye on. Let's see what numbers are produced out of that as well. Yeah. So, they had some really good ones. They had the 2001 draft class with Mike Vick and Drew Brees, also as an honorable mention. Uh, 1999, McNabb and Culpepper, uh, along with Aaron Brooks and Sean King. I thought it was also pretty good. Uh, 1979 with Joe Montana and Phil Sims. Uh, so we'll see how it goes. Yeah. And they also mentioned same thing, 2018 and 2017. So it's all good. Yep. We'll see how it goes. Legendary draft classes, gentlemen. Legendary draft classes. We'll see how it goes. So, all right. Uh, obviously, I've heard about the Boston Bruins and their season so far. Who? At- I didn't even know it was that good, to be honest with you. Y'all have talked about it multiple times on the podcast, and I didn't realize how good that season actually is. Yeah, they ran away with it big time. Like, they're 13 games, like, ahead of, like, the next best team or next next best record. So, did they win tonight, too? Did they win tonight in the season? Did they get to 65 wins? Uh, I thought tomorrow's the final day. Oh, I thought it was tonight. I could be wrong with that. I think it's tonight. Is it? And then they get tomorrow off, and then it starts this weekend, I think. I thought it was too. I thought it was tonight. I could be wrong. Yeah, Boston won today. So they got to 65 wins then? Is that what they got to? Yep, 65, 12, and 5. 65, 12, and 5. Okay, okay. Wow, 65, 12, okay. 12. That's, That's crazy. Yeah, 12 losses. That's it. 107 points. The previous record was what? 100 and what? 
What was Wait, the previous uh, rescue? Point what you, uh, for the. Oh, 135. They have 135. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So they broke that record. Goodness gracious. Yeah, Golly. And unreal. Yeah. So unreal season. Now you gotta find out if they're gonna keep that going through the playoffs. Yeah. How many times do you see teams that you know do really, really well during the whole season and then choke during the playoffs? Ah, that that's true. It does actually. So their season, obviously, is 65 wins. They finished the season 65 wins, 135 points. They have a goal differential of 128, uh, which is 62, 62 goals better than second-best team, which is the Stars, at plus 66. Goodness gracious. Murderers. They have a team goal save percentage of 932, which is not the best single-season record. It's off by point two thousandths. Two thousandths of a percentage off. Their goals per game is two point two goals per game. Goodness gracious! Dang, this is good. Yeah, and they finished the season. Their last ten games were they were nine and one, so they finished strong too. It seemed like it came out of nowhere too. Like I wasn't like going, "Oh, this is going to be Boston's year." Yeah, I don't think anybody really expected it. I didn't even know that they were even that good going into the season, to be honest with you. Yeah. I have no idea. Because, I mean, I think everybody was expecting Toronto and Tampa Bay to really take off, you know, in that uh, that conference. Yeah. Hmm. All right. Here's the best, basically, 10 seasons by wins for NHL. Edmonton Oilers in 1984 were 57-18-5, and they won – the Stanley Cup. The Boston Bruins in 1971 were 57 and 14 and lost in the conference finals. Panthers 58 and 18 lost in the conference finals. Red Wings were 58 and 16 lost in the first round. Canadians 1976, 58 and 11, they won. They were 1978, they were 59 and 10 and they won. 1977, they were 60 and 8 and they won. 2019, Tampa Bay Lightning were 62 and 16 and lost in the first round. Wow. Red Wings in 1996 were 62 and 13. They lost in the conference finals. And then we'll see what the Boston Bruins do. So only four championships out of teams with basically these great records. So, mm, 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 mm. all right, John Mullins, do you think your teams, how do you think your teams are going to do? How do you think the Kings and Stars will do in the playoffs? I'm a little nervous. They have a, the, I, I think they're, they're going to be pitted up against the Edmonton Oilers again. That's who they played last year in the first round. Mm-hmm. And that team is tough. Speaking of like great teams, you were talking about um, uh, Boston as a total, but like for like just single stats for the season, the is it McDavid on the Oilers? Mm-hmm. That guy is like scoring so many goals. It's crazy. And, and that they're a scary, uh, like tough out for sure. Okay. So I'm a little nervous. Yeah. I didn't want, I was hoping to avoid Edmonton in the first round. And and here we are. Okay. Yeah. I think it's but pretty I mean, much guaranteed you are playing Edmonton. Yeah. Okay. Are you, is it, I don't say it. Do you think you can get past them though? Do you think the Kings can get past the Oilers? It's going to be tough. Let's just put it that way. I'm nervous. But, you, if, but the, the changing goalie, though, has, made, has helped, though, right? That has helped. Yeah. But, I mean, they, they have two guys, McDavid, and I, I don't know how to pronounce this other guy's name, Dracetal? Dr- I know I'm saying that wrong. Like, they have 
One guy has 152 points with you know goals and assists. And the other guy has 125. Mm-hmm. Just between those two guys. So uh, that's a little scary. I mean, the Kings' highest they have is 72. Their their leader has 72, and that that, that one uh, their guy has 152. He has double. Oof. I mean, it's King 72, 72, 63. They have the Edmonton has three guys over a hundred points. So they're tough. That's gonna be that's gonna be it's gonna be a rough out. You're right, John. It's gonna be a rough out. Who are the uh, stars pitted against? Um, that's still way up in the air um, for tonight because we only have a one point lead over Colorado. Um, both stars and Colorado are winning at this time, both in the third. So they could either be number one or they could be number two. So it's it's kind of kind of a tight race right there. So if they finish number one, which they're sitting at number one right now, they would play uh, Winnipeg, and then but if they fall to number two, then they'll play Minnesota. Mm. You should be those teams, though. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Are you wanting this? Are you thinking the Stars all the way to Stanley Cup, Mullins, or what are you thinking? Um. I think yeah. it'll be a tough road, but I think they can do it. Okay. <laughs> I mean, there's no. I mean, it's it's not going to be easy. Okay. Yeah. Just, I, I think, I think the the Western Conference is actually a lot more tighter packed at the top than the Eastern is. I mean, because you got the Stars and you got Colorado, Minnesota, uh, Vegas, Edmonton, and and King, uh, the Kings. They're all, I mean, they're all within a couple of points of each other. So it's going to be a tight race. Okay. I can see that. Mm. Hopefully, they, hopefully they'll finish the top, though. Hopefully finish the top. We'll see how it goes there. I guess Avalanche in Minnesota would be pretty tough outs on that on that side. And then next yeah. year, you know, we'll be rooting for the Columbus Blue Jackets. Yeah, I need to really know that roster. I really do. I need to know that roster as well as I know the uh, 1999 uh, Sacramento Kings. You know, I really do need to know that roster yeah, better. You got to do a deep dive. <laughs> uh, I do. Uh, well, speaking of all the all the sports, the Rays are 13 and 0. That's just so. nuts. Where did this come from? Are they are they're they pretty, able? To, they're pretty, pretty good year before last, right? I mean, they had a kind of off year last year, but. They were kind of good last year. They had an off year. Uh, that's not, you don't project that to be 13 and 0. It's 13 and 0. Everybody gets on a hot streak. Uh, who have they played, though? No, the, the White Sox don't. <laughs> uh, who have the Rays played, though? Have they played good teams? I'm not trying to be, I'm not trying to be ugly. They played, I mean, they played the A's, I think. 13 times? Like we said, <laughs> yeah, they, the A's are at 10 losses. Are they really? Yeah, we're 3 and 10 already. Maybe they did uh, play the A. <laughs> Let's see. Three series with the A's. So Tampa Bay just wrapped up a four-game series with Boston. Swept them. Okay. Of course. And then the A's, three games against the A's, three games against the Nationals, and three games against Detroit. Okay, so so they really haven't played anybody. Boston. I mean, not very nice. In a row? That's not rude. That's not rude. It's the truth. They haven't played anybody. Man. And it really, I don't care in, in Major League Baseball, I don't care who you're playing. If you start off 13-0, and 0, if you get 13 wins straight, period, at any point uh-huh. during the season, you're doing good. That, I mean, that's really good. You think so? You don't think the competition and all that? Cause, I mean, the A's are 3-10. and 10. The, the Detroit Tigers are 2-9. and nine. Who else do they play? The Red Sox? 
They played the Red Sox. Red Sox are five and eight. Yeah, but we all know how that can go. They could turn that around at any moment. The Red mm-hmm. Sox? Yeah. They're yeah, almost always at the top. They're horrible. They're yeah. bad. They're not great. Yeah, them and the Yankees, play, they never do any good. Even if you play a trash team, I mean, they're going to steal a win here and yeah. there. Like, mm-hmm. it, that's in baseball is one of the most, like, really, like, any given game, like, somebody can win. Yep. I don't think it's like basketball or football where you could really just, like, oh, they're for sure going to get crushed tonight. They're mm-hmm. going to, you know, you can determine, okay, they're going to win the series, but I don't know if you can predict, like, just on a regular season, I'm mean, talking about, like, playoff where you have your ace on the mound, mm-hmm. where just the rotation's falling where it's falling. I mean, I think any team can be any team yep. on a one-one night, on a regular season night. Okay. So you're impressed with this 13, 13 yes. game win streak? Okay. Okay. I don't care if they played the A's all 13 games. That's, <laughs> I mean, how many, you said the A's have two wins? Three. So Three ten, mean, anything can happen. Yeah, right. <laughs> Anything can <could> happen. <laughs> and and look how Tampa Bay's done it. I mean, they're a they're plus seventy one point differential. Seventy one. There's a bunch of teams that haven't even scored seventy one points yet. No, mm-hmm. I don't think Oakland has. So yeah, Oakland <laughs> no, scored fifty one. I don't think Chicago has. <laughs> yeah, Chicago's got sixty. Well, Oakland they may have allowed seventy one. I think they're negative twenty something. Chicago. Oh, Chicago, Chicago is a negative 17. Negative yeah. 17, baby. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oakland is negative 50. Oof. No. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, Tampa it's great to have just... all the teams you follow trying to get the first pick in the draft in their respective leagues. <laughs> <laughs> is this the beginning of a glory run? Yeah. Saw this is the beginning of a glory run. Okay. That's all it is. Uh, but you shouldn't be trying to do that every year. Oakland <laughs> about every four or five years pops up for a good two year run and then we trade everybody away. Uh yeah. That gets old though. But Tampa Bay does that too, but oh, they usually win the World Series that year. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But the, the Rays are doing it on this, I think the second lowest payroll. again. I mean they, not, they, they so they're Oakland A in it, better than the Oakland A's. Yeah, they're the Oakland A's of the East. There you go. So they're feeding play their players kale instead of lettuce. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. there you go. So, I don't know. Okay, how long do they keep this up? How long do you see this winning streak going? A couple more games before they, they raise it? Who do they play? Who do they play? Schedule. Uh, I got it for you right now. I'll pull it up right now. I think they got Blue Jays uh, up next. They, they, they travel to Toronto, and then they go to Cincinnati on the road for the next two series. I say I, I, I'm I'm gonna go. I say they. I, I say they take the first two in Toronto. They lose that last one. I say they got two more wins before it, it ends. I'll say uh, one I'll, more. I'm going 19 and 0. 19 and 0. Yeah. What? And then Chicago is going to be the one that knocks them off. Ah, uh, you're just placating to John. You're just trying to make John feel good about his life. No, that's just that's what happens. Chicago, the White Sox will be playing well, they, like yeah, crap. They have to win they'll, one and they'll beat that team. You just make it try to drink John Phil Bugger of life. Don't do that to him. Don't help John. Wait till we get to the wrap ups. I'm not feeling good about this White Sox team. <laughs> <laughs> Why not, John? You started out pretty good in, in, against Houston. You were playing pretty well. They won the first game, and then they lost the second game. <laughs> 
Please tell me you're not 500. No, you're not 500. Okay, no. you're not 500. No, we're worse than 500. Yeah, you are. So. What's the? Let me let me pull up the schedule. You're you are you are five and eight yeah. right now. Five you're five yeah, and so eight. So lost one 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 lost one 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 loss loss win loss win loss loss. So every now and then they'll throw in a two game losing streak, but they have yet to have a two game winning streak. <laughs> That's not a, a you know, formula to win. That's not. Uh, what do you think about the Rangers so far, Mullins? I, I've been I've been happy. I mean, we're we're above five hundred still. That's a better start than they've had in a long time. So I'm I'll take it. Yeah, I didn't like the two losses to Chicago, or yeah. you know, we didn't take, we didn't take the secure the series in Chicago. I thought that we should have. Um, that's the only one I've really been disappointed by. To be honest with you, I wasn't too disappointed by Baltimore. Uh, we did take two out of three against Kansas City, and then we've got you know another the first series with the Astros. So I would like to go down to Houston and take two out of three from Houston. I think that would be a nice start to the, to the season and see how that goes. I want a clean sweep right there. A clean sweep? I don't want. Yep. That's not happening. I'm, I don't. I don't want expectations to get too high. You're not getting a clean sweep. I don't want expectations to get that high. No. So let's not let's not go there. Let's not, not get crazy. There. Yeah, let's let's uh, let's keep things you know <laughs> under control. You know, let's keep it nice and neat. Let's not get out of out of you know out of like our comfort zone right now, Mullins. Let's not do that. Let's not start talking about AL West division champions or anything. We don't want to do that yet. Let's not. Get no, there. I'm not talking that. I just I think it's not out of the realm of possibility. They could they can sweep that series. It's not out of the realm of possibilities that I win the lottery tonight either. But let's. <laughs> Houston ain't uh, doing very good right now. Yeah, so they're only six uh, and seven. They're notorious yeah. for slowing, starting slow. They'll be all right. I agree with that. So uh, I forgot to give a shout out to uh, Quinnipiac. Quinnipiac. Uh, what were their what were their names again? The Bobcats. Bobcats. Right. The Bobcats. They got oh. their first national championship. So shout out to them before we uh, get, get to the end of the show. And did anybody watch the Bristol dirt track race? I missed it. You missed it. Oh, yeah. if he didn't watch it, I'm not watching it. <laughs> John, you have to watch your own shows. You have to, you, you know, you have to take an interest on your own on these things. Yeah, I was watching NBA the other night. You did actually, so we didn't believe you at first. I watched yeah. a little of that too. Yeah, I was. I watched two playing games. And what you think? I watched part of the actually one. part of uh, one yesterday too. And uh, well, the Lakers uh, pissed me off again. They were losing the whole game, and then. <laughs> Golly, they came back. I mean, Minnesota just gave it to them. Did Minnesota like only score like seven points in like the last seven minutes of the ball game or something like that? It seemed like they didn't score at all in the fourth quarter until the very end when he hit those free throws, three free throws with 0.1 second to go to overtime. It was rough. (laughs) Anytime the Lakers win, it's rough. It is. I agree. Okay, I have a question for you. Is is your – as Spurs fans, is is your – Laker hate from the 2000s era of of Spurs and Lakers. That's where mine comes from. I know I was never a Lakers fan to begin with, but like my, I guess you say my sports hate for the Lakers definitely grew in the 2000s with Spurs and Lakers always going at it. I mean, it, that didn't help, but I think mine is more like <clears throat> it's in the same ballpark as like Yankee hate. It's just I'm so sick of the national media telling us we're supposed to like these teams just because they're the Yankees and they're the Lakers, you know, they're the Alabama Crimson Tide. It, you know, it's just those teams that can do no wrong. Mm-hmm. Anytime there's a free agent, a really good one, they're like, oh, well, he's probably going to go to the Lakers. Or 
this guy's really good when his contract's up. He's probably going to go to the Lakers. I just get sick of hearing that constantly. That's where okay. my hate for him comes from. Okay, that makes sense. <clears throat> I can understand that. So my my like I said, my came from the, that that uh, what is it? Not Rick Fox. What's his name? Well, Rick, Rick Fox. Fox also. Well, yeah. Rick Fox also. I don't like Rick Fox. Derek uh, Fisher. Derek Fisher. That shot. Oh man, I'll Four. never forget that shot. That pisses me off to no end. Oh, I always hate it. Derek Why are doing this? <laughs> oh man, I hate Bowing that shot up, so dude. bad. Oh, I hate that shot so bad. My bad. We shouldn't. We'll talk about that different Let's time. Let's not talk about that then. Let's not talk about it. You're right. You're right. We should talk about the Wimby sweepstakes coming up. We really should. We should yeah. talk about that. The Wimby sweepstakes. But we'll talk about that as it gets closer. We'll talk about it. I hope we do hit the Wimby sweepstakes. I really do. It would be nice. So, or like I said before in the last show, he'll be dead to me. So, wow. It is what it is. What? <laughs> what? Spoiler alert for Cook. There you <laughs> go. Right. So, it's true. If he's not on the Spurs, then you know what? I don't care. I don't really care. I don't. I don't care. So, all right, gentlemen. Uh, time for our final thoughts. Who wants to go first? I say Kerry goes first. He never goes first. Well, Peter, what? I don't know. Well, I'll put him on the Wait. spot. He's like, oh, I'll go first. Uh, uh, yeah, Texas Rangers. We just talked about you, and uh, very pleased. Just uh, maintain that through the entire season, not just for half the season. <laughs> At least make the playoffs. That's that. Playoffs. Would, yeah, we're talking about playoffs in April. Um, yeah, and then uh, NBA basketball. Uh, extremely disappointed that not a single team from Texas got into the playoffs. Mavericks, Spurs, Rockets, you all suck. So, Mavericks collapsed too. Mavericks. They, they did. Yeah. Oh. They they yeah. they did. Sorry. Um, yeah, Mark Cuban, get your team in in order. That's that's pathetic. Um, yep, uh, Dallas Stars. Let's do this. I'm re- I'm ready to see some some playoff hockey. Uh, ready to see a good run. Um, hopefully, you can make it all the way. But uh, let's just see a good run going on. Um, and then uh, let's talk about some Aggie sports here. Um, Aggie baseball did lose earlier this week uh, to UTSA. Uh, that was a little disappointing. So they're still up and down, um, but uh, they're still fighting. Uh, softball. The girls softball is actually doing pretty daggum good now. I think they're really on the upswing there. Trisha Ford just really got that team playing some good softball. Uh, and then the women's tennis team, they've got two more, t- two more games left this coming weekend, uh, to wrap up the season. And then they get to the tournament. Um, they are still number two in the nation only with that one loss to the North Carolina, who's number one. So, uh, ready to see some, uh, some playoff tennis there and see those girls, uh, wrap it up. Um, and then a shout out to the, um, to the Aggie, um, uh, they're not. They're called cheerleaders, aren't they? Didn't they call yeah, them? Yeah, or dance team or something. That, or, yeah, yeah cheer squad. Team. Cheer yeah. squad. That's it. Yep. They just uh, won the national championship um, this past weekend. So um, sure. I'll be honest. Didn't even know that was happening, but it's still pretty cool. Well, at least we won it something. Wow. Cheer gotta, squad. You got to take them when you can get them. <laughs> that's that's sad. <laughs> hey, not just there though. Too didn't we win the uh, skeet shoot national championship also? Yes. Yeah. Skeet, skeet. 
Uh, sorry, Buzz. I keep yeah. interrupting. No, sorry, that, sorry. that's good. We got to take those championships where we can get them. Okay. Uh, oh yeah. Uh, one more thing: the maroon white games this weekend. Excited to see uh, what what our players are going to do. Like I said, things have been very quiet, um, which uh, I don't know if that's good or bad, but we'll find out. Um, supposedly, they listed the uh, first team, second team players. Um, Connor Wigman is is listed as the first team player for the maroon and white game. Uh, Max Johnson is listed number two. So uh, it's going to be a, a good weekend of uh, Aggie sports. All right. There you go. Who's up next? Who's up? Who's going? I'll go. White Sox season's already over. I'm, I'm already, it's done. I'm wow. not even going to waste the brain power and the effort for, for the next, what, five months? I don't have it in me. You're done. Sorry. Next. <laughs> Edmonton, it's going to be rough stuff, but I'm going to be pulling for you. I'm going to watch the games. Uh, I, I don't know. I'm worried. A little worried there. Draft two weeks. Love it. Can't wait. Can't wait. NBA. I'm gearing up. I started watching some games, getting ready for the playoffs. I know you guys are anti-NBA, but here it comes. And then uh, two notes. Uh, WNBA had their draft the other night. I love how, like, uh, as soon as the college season was over, man, they had a draft like three days later, it seems like. like yeah. they, they did not waste any time. I didn't even know they had a draft that quick. It quick. was just like uh, – and then last week you told me that – uh Reese was coming out and she's not coming back. So she she will be in the uh, college again with Kate. Oh, okay. Neither, okay. neither one of them were in the draft. So okay. you guys, you know, lied to me last week yet again. That's uh, what we do. That was that Ooh. was just projection. It wasn't it. Yeah. So uh, sure. So maybe they'll get to play each other again uh, this next coming season. Oh, John Cena. And I, I just want to point out that I'm humble as always. And I just want to maintain by, that. By pointing that. it out. That's great. By pointing it out. I want to point out how I, I normally don't point it out. But in this case, I'm just pointing it out that I'm. Uh, thanks, John. Thanks, John. Wow. Uh, I'm going to leave you. you know, since Cook was gone last week, I'll let Cook do it last. Uh, I didn't mention this at the beginning of the show, but we are going to be adding to our show, hopefully, with some interviews coming up. So uh, please uh, stay tuned for that. We'll be adding that to. The things that we do on our podcast. Uh, so please listen to that. Uh, John is humble. I'd like to point that out also. John is a humble guy in reality. So don't worry about that. I mean, uh, for you guys listening out there, Aggie baseball is up and down. I keep waiting for this, the ship, I guess, to be corrected. But uh, I did, how do I say this? You got to take stuff for the nails, I guess you could say, with this season. And uh, I trust Coach Lodge very much. He knows what he's doing over there. I expect us to get hot at some point in this season. I mean, we have one. Two of the last three series. I didn't like the loss to UTSA, but it is what it is. Uh, Aggie softball, yes, it's been nice. They, they beat Louisiana, too. They took the sweep to Mississippi State, and then they beat Louisiana Cajuns, uh, I think, last night, was it? Yes. Four to two. So yeah. that was nice. Um, Aggie football, I'm almost, in a sense, not going to have expectations this year as much as I had such high expectations last year. Uh, to the draft, you know, I don't really know which way I want the team to go. I don't, I don't know if I feel good about a tight end in the first round. Um, I would like, honestly, to rather have the safety that we talked about earlier, Mullins, or I'd like to have uh, Robinson. I think Robinson would be a great um, running back 
depth to have there. Um, to my Blue Jackets and uh, Blue Jacket fans, you know, there's always next year. Uh, we'll see what happens with that as well. And then, uh, I mean, it's kind of quiet right now. We've got XFL, we've got USFL, we've got the draft going on. Uh, baseball season's you know full gear. And the only thing I'll say about the Rangers is just let's just keep it above 500. Let's let's just see if we can, you know, even just talk about, uh, you know, the wild card. I'm not. I don't want to get too high on the expectations, but that would be nice. So, uh, and I'll hand it over to Cook after this. Well, I'm I'm gonna. I'm going to say, uh, I'm going to make a little comment regarding what Kerry said. It's it's quiet coming out of Aggie football. I like it. Keep it quiet. I don't want to know anything. I don't want anybody else to know anything. Just keep it quiet. Let them let them dudes over there focus on what they're doing and and get their stuff straight. That's all That's all I care about is what happens when the games start. Um, Aggie baseball, uh, to be honest with you, I stopped watching, stopped following. Um, it's kind of like Oakland. I stopped following that already. We're 3-10. and 10. Uh, It's like, John, game season's over. Just announce if you're if you're moving or not. Just let's just get that out of the way. The draft, I'm extremely excited for the draft. I can't wait. And I have absolutely no clue what we're gonna do. I, I really don't know what the Texans are gonna do. I don't know if we're gonna take a quarterback. I don't know if we're not gonna take a quarterback. Um, just a little bit of the Casaria I was reading while y'all were discussing hockey about that. It seems that there seems to be a big debate on whether Casario wants to take a quarterback if it's not Bryce Young, and apparently the owners want him to take a quarterback. So that may be the division on where and why he steps down. They said that if he's forced to take a quarterback like Stroud, then he's probably going to step down. So we'll see what what kind of drama that happens. Thanks, Texans. Let's uh, just when I think we're starting to get the ship right, we want to have more drama. Let's just get our crap straight. Can we do that, please? Uh, I don't dislike the idea of getting two of the great defensive players out of the draft. That'd be great. Uh, but let's just let's just let's get rid of the drama and let's make some positive moves. D'Amico is going to have to step up and smack everybody around. I guess let's just uh, let D'Amico do that. I'm glad to be back. It was fun to be back on the podcast this week. And I uh, can't wait for the uh, NFL draft. And, you know, just that's pretty much it. I don't really care about baseball season right now. Basketball season, I'll honestly say, has kind of got me intrigued just a bit. Not much, but a bit. Enough to where I watched one of the playing games the other night. So we'll see what happens. Um, that's it for me. Nice. Ooh, I guess John's going to watch the NBA playoffs for all of us. Thanks, John. Will do. Take it for the team. Will do. Boom.